0: This is Pastor Brandon from Olive Branch Baptist Church. You're about to hear a message from our Wednesday night Young Church service. Young Church is comprised of middle and high school students that meet weekly from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. on Wednesday nights. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you enjoy this message. You guys can have a seat. Well, he's already been up here once, but I'm glad that uh, he can come speak to you guys tonight. I'm gonna bring his lectern out here. Bruce King is uh, joining us this evening. He is a deputy with Mecklenburg County, and uh, he's going to share a little bit with that, about you, about what he does, and about how his faith affects what he does, and, uh, and uh, kind of give you a little bit more about himself. So give him a warm Olive Branch YC welcome. Tonight, we give a round of Bruce King. Can
1: you hear me now? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? All right. How about that? Yeah, Yeah, there it is. I pushed the button. All right. right. Well, first of all, I just want to thank God for letting me come out here. Uh, Because without him, I wouldn't be standing in front of you today. So I give him all the glory and all the praise and all the credit for anything that comes out of me. Because I asked him before I come here, I asked God, I was like, Lord, you know, give me something to give this youth. Even if it's just one. Just let one, one take something from here. Um, and what I want to talk about tonight, well, first of all, I'll give you a little bit about me and as far as where I work at. Uh, I've been working for the sheriff's office for 13 years. I started in 2005. I started in the jail, um, and I worked in the jail for about eight years. I made sergeant in the jail and was sergeant for about three years. And then I get out on the road, and I've been on the road for almost five. I do the math, right? Somebody's good at math, I'm not. Okay, all right, see? See, well, y'all won't pay attention. All right. Uh, so it's about, around about 13 years I've been on, been on the force as far as law enforcement altogether. Um, so I have seen a lot of people that are hurt, that are hurt, that are mad, that are angry, that have a lot of things going on in their life. And a lot of times, some of the people that I've dealt with, you would have never thought that these people will be going through to some of the things that they're going through. And it really blows my mind because we go through some of the same things. We do. And some of the things that we go through in life, you know, maybe we do certain things we shouldn't do or whatever the case may be, you know, but we still go through them. And it's, it's a blessing to work where I'm at because I get a chance to talk to them at their lowest. And that's a blessing in itself, so I know God's using me where I'm at. And what I want to talk to you about tonight is I want to ask you a question. There's two questions. Uh, The first question is, do you kick rocks for Christ, or are you a couch Christian? Now, I want you to think about that. Do you kick rocks for Christ, or are you a couch Christian? What do you mean by that, Deputy King? I'm getting ready to explain it to you. Hold on a minute. Um, what I mean by that is what do you do for him? Jesus died on the cross for us. At least we can do is live for him and go out and spread the gospel and go spread his news. There's a lot of lost people out there, believe it or not. Now, I want you to think about the, the time that you have got saved. I want you to think about that. If you've been saved and you accepted Christ in your life, I want you to think about that right now. Think about where you were, whether it be here or on the side of the road or whatever the case, at home or wherever. Think about that and how you got to where you are right now. And think about all the people that surround you in your school that are lost, that are living and doing these worldly things that you know, make you happy for a little bit, but then it gets old, then you got to go to something else. And then that gets old, and then you got to go to something else. And the verse I want to talk about today is in Romans. Romans 10. They're out back there. I just talked to them. I mean, they're off the chain, for real. I saw one of them, he was going to jail. He looked at me, he's like, okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to leave you alone. No, nah, that's just mess. Um, but it's good to see them here. They're in the right place. Because um, I've seen a lot of kids out there that don't have this. They don't have this. Even kids out there your age, they don't have this. Or they've never been to a place like this. One reason is because they've never been asked. And you could be that person to ask them. Amen. You could be that person to reach out and say, hey, look, we do this thing on. Wednesday night, we do a youth thing at our church, it's pretty cool, you know, they go up there and play games and music, you know, it's kind of updated, upbeat music, you know, because a lot of people have wrong impressions of the churches, I know I did, when I was coming up, you know, it was just a lot of rules and this and that and the third, and, you know, I just, I knew in my mind, I couldn't, I couldn't do all of that stuff, there's no way I could live up to that potential, so, you know, as I, as I got older and turned 18, I went on and done, you know, what the world wanted me to do. And I learned real quick, that's not where I needed to be. And then Christ found me. And that's how people can be touched, through you. You can be the only Bible somebody reads. Just by you telling them about Jesus and letting them know that he loves you. No matter what you're doing, he loves you anyway. Through the midst of the stuff that you're going through, he loves you anyway. So the scripture I have, I want you to uh, look at your neighbor, and I want you to tell your neighbor, "I got beautiful feet." All right. Now, now with that being said, how many of you got smelly feet? Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There we go. There we go. All right. And what I mean by that is in Romans ten. Verse 14, and I'll read it. I'll read out the New Living Translation just so you know. Um, I'll understand it. <laughs> uh, but how can they call on him to be saved unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? Think about that. Let that soak for a minute. That is why the scriptures say, How beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. Think about that. Think about right now where you are in school, classes. Maybe you got a class you'll take. Everybody in school in here, right? Say yes, because if not, we've got to talk later after service. As far as youth, as you know, adults, I know y'all got to work, but um, think about where you are and who is around you. Maybe you didn't get the class you exactly wanted in school. Maybe, maybe you got this. I know when I was in high school, back then when I was in school, computers were a big thing when I was coming through. But I didn't want to do anything with it because there was a lot of stuff I didn't want to know about. Now I wish I had paid attention. But there were other people in my classroom that I missed out on the opportunity to actually talk to them about Christ. How many of you in here got friends that, you know, school friends, you hang out at school, do whatever, but they don't go to church? And then let me ask you a question. How many times has God been brought up in the conversation between you and your friend and you get really nervous because you really don't know what to say and you're not 100% sure exactly how to go about the situation. Right. It's normal. It's nothing wrong with you, trust me. It's nothing wrong with you. That's normal. But you really need to think about the next time you see this person, the next time this person asks you a question, how you're going to answer that question. If you're going to answer it in the way that God wants you to answer it, are you going to answer it in the way that this world wants you to answer it? Because the world wants to see you succeed for a little while, but they want to see you fall too. They want to see you fall. God wants you to progress and keep progressing for his glory. And that's why I chose this, this scripture, because I actually got this scripture, and I know some of y'all like Lecrae. Yeah? See? Yeah? I like it. Yeah? Yeah. That's where I got got the, the verse from, listening to him. And when I heard that, I went and looked it up and started really reading and studying and understanding. Oh, this is what this means. I need to get up off my couch and get out there and start drawing people near. Maybe they don't go to church, but maybe you can bring the church to them. And don't be scared about that, because God's going to give you the words to say. That's one thing that I can honestly say that I had trouble with. I was like, God, I'm not the one. I'm not the one. I never saw myself doing this at all in my life. I didn't realize I was going to be a cop. If you go back and ask any of my teachers, they would tell you, how did you get there? because God was working in me even though I was not paying attention Amen. he uses us even when I'm not looking and not wanting to be used even in my midst of sin and not even going to church not thinking about God not having a relationship with him he was still using me and preparing me for something and I'm here tonight to tell you all of you adults and the youth that he is preparing you for something much much more And I know what you're thinking. When is he going to tell me? Well, I didn't really know until I was 30. So I don't know when he's going to talk to you and tell you. But he's been telling me, actually, long ago, I just didn't choose to listen. I chose to go another route. I was brought up in church. My mom and dad brought me to church. And I was in, you know, Sunday school, just like everybody here is. Royal Rangers, I remember that. But then the world got a hold to me and kind of pulled me away. And that happens in life. Does this mean you're bad and you're not worthy? Mm -mm. It doesn't. Because Jesus loves you anyway. That's why he came. To give you that chance to say, hey, I'm done. I'm done. But here's the difference. When you go to Christ, a lot of my friends, when I first started doing this, and I realized, you know, what God was really putting me in to explain to people, and especially where I work at, and I talk to a lot of different people that, that are lost and have different views and outlooks on religion and all of this stuff. It's not a religion. That's what I keep telling people. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. It's not about what you know and And how many scriptures you can quote and how many scriptures you know and every person in the Bible from Genesis all the way to Revelation, it doesn't matter. If you don't have love and you don't have Christ in your life. You have to have that relationship, that closeness, that oneness with him. It's not just on Wednesdays. And it's not just on Sundays. It's every day. Every day. I talk to him every day. I know he gets tired of me. Like, boy, I wish you'd go to sleep. (laughs) But I got questions, Dad. I got questions. He's our father, right? right? Call him what he is. Call him Daddy. That's that personal relationship that you need with him. There's no one like him. And he will never fail you or forsake you. He's never led me to a call, and I get there, and I actually have to fight somebody, arrest this person, put them in my car, and they're cussing me up and down going down the road. And then I turn on Lecrae. And they start listening to it. But they don't realize that the man just said Jesus is name. He said, who is that? I'm like, man, you don't know who this is? No, man, I ain't never heard this before. Man, you better get with the program. <laughs> I mean, this is Lecrae. I'm like, you ever heard of KB and Triple E and all these guys? I ain't never heard of them before. T-Bone, all the old school guys. And then they, they really start listening to this stuff. And that's a way I can reach out, just by the music. Just by the music. And I've had a lot of people tell me, well, you know, how come they don't play stuff like that in churches? Can you imagine... Has anybody heard of uh, Black Knight, Bibles in the Air? Y'all have never heard of that? Oh, my goodness. It's a club (laughs) bumper. If you haven't heard it, go look it up. I'm just saying. Uh, Bibles in the Air by uh, Black Knight. Awesome song. Awesome song. Or Not Today, Satan, my KB. Not Today? Not Today, Satan. And that's the difference. That's the difference. That's where I get to reach out to them and actually speak to them on their level. Because I understand that. I used to listen to the worldly music that that they played. Loved it. Loved rap. Loved country. Loved rock. Loved all of it. But when I devoted myself to Christ, key word, devoted myself, not just, okay, I'm going to accept you and, and go on about my business. I devoted myself to him. And I took all of that stuff that I had, that baggage, and I laid it down at the foot of the cross. And not only laid it down, but I got up, I turned, and I walked away from it. I left it. So whatever baggage that you're toting tonight, it's always it's so simple to just take it up there, but it's hard to let go of it. He don't mind taking it off his shoulders. He doesn't mind. Jesus says, my, my yoke is light. Try to tote me sometime. Lighter than yours. He can tote all that baggage for you and you don't have to worry about it anymore. But it's up to you to turn away from it and leave it. Leave it where you laid it. And then once you do that, getting that relationship with him. Why is this not working out? Why is my classes, why am I, why am I keep failing this class when I'm trying my best to study this, this subject and I cannot pass it? Think about, think about what you got going on. Think about how you're living. I pray and ask God for help, but I don't feel like he listens. How are you living? It's not just knowing it, it's living it. It's living it. That's more important to live by the word and live that word. Say, okay, God, I'm, I'm laying this subject on, on, at your feet. I can't pass it by myself. I'm asking for help this time, but this time it's genuine because I'm going to leave it there at the cross and I'm going to walk away from it because I know my God is our own time God and he will Help you. He will. I promise you that. Now I've been to many calls and I've, I've been in some sketchy situations. But I know every day that I put my uniform on and I go to work, God's got me. Not only does he got me, but I surround myself with godly people. That's another thing. Who you hanging with? You are who you hang with. Remember that. You are what you listen to. I learned that. When I got rid of all my music and started listening to Christian music and started really finding different songs that fed me good stuff, that's when I started realizing, oh, okay. Now I can feel my spirit inside of me getting stronger. How many of you in here like to work out? Every now and then I'll half-raise. Well, we'll like to. Think about this. Think about this. Think about it like you're in the gym. You go in there to lift, lift weights to get big and strong or get faster or whatever the case may be. You go do these things. And you really strive to do this every day. You do something. Two or three days a week, four days a week, five days a week. You get stronger. You get faster. That's no difference than reading that word right there. How do I get stronger in, in, in my spirit, Deputy King? How do, I get, how do I get stronger in my prayer? I don't know how to pray to God. Talk to Him. That's the simplest answer I can give you. Talk to Him. That's how you pray. Talk to Him like He's sitting right beside you. He's your friend. Tell Him what's on your mind. God, I don't know what to do today. I don't know how to read your Bible. How many of y'all have asked that question? You're looking at somebody that hates to read. Wasn't very good in school at it. But he taught me how when I got up in that Word. He got me through all the training that I had to go through. By his grace, I got through it. And it didn't, didn't even ask for it because back then I wasn't even expecting it. I just needed a job and I wanted to help people. And I wasn't good at anything else. So whatever you're thinking about, career-wise, or in school, what you want to do, college, whatever the case may be, just remember, have beautiful feet. Not stinky feet. Beautiful feet. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. Help explain to them why he came. Because a lot of people don't understand it. They just think this word up here is a bunch of rules. Regulations, and they've bro- broken half of the rules. So they—they they, they figured they're—they're they're goners. Let them know what Jesus came here for. Let them know that He came for them. He didn't preach in the big old churches and stuff like that. He was out in the streets, in the bars, in the clubs. Can you imagine being in a club? Jesus walk in. Like, man, what in the world? Is that Jesus right there? I'm not going to ask him for a drink. There you go. And if he wants to drink, you are turning in into wine. And this is the thing, because I get this all the time. I have a lot of my buddies. They ask me a question about alcohol. Is it wrong to drink alcohol? Is it wrong to drink alcohol? It says not to be drunkard. So if you have a problem... Then, yes, it's wrong to do that. It's truly wrong to do that. Think about that. Jesus might have drunk wine, but he won't hang it from the chandeliers, <laughs> he won't jump off tables, screaming, throwing his robe. Wah! <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do that. God don't want us to be here to be boring. That's why He created each and every one of you for a purpose—to do something. Whether you're good at something, how many of you in here have a gift and you know what it is? Raise your hand if you—if you know what it is, you have a gift. Whether it be singing, reading, drawing, anything. How many of you in here don't know your gift yet? You just kind of ah. well. You're not alone because I—I I, I was there too. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't really know if I wanted to be a police officer. I just put an application in and they gave me a job. And I was like, what? They hired me. Wow. So I had to make sure I had done like I was supposed to now. Act right. Have I ever had a speeding ticket before? Mm Mm-hmm. How many deputies will tell you that? I will because I'm not going to lie. I've had tickets before. Am I a bad person? No. I just broke a rule, and I had to pay for it. $175. Mecklenburg County got that. Three times. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, pay my dues. And that's another thing I want to talk to you about. A lot of us young people get frustrated when we say, hey, Lord, I'm, I'm yours. I commit to you, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. And you kind of got a tendency to do things you're not really supposed to do. That maybe you're not really aware that you're doing. It's the inner sin that gets you. And what I mean by that is pride. That's something that you don't pay attention to. That if you don't check at the door and get out of there quick, it'll grow into something much bigger. then that can be a problem. God don't like pride. He doesn't like it. How can we get these things fixed? Read your word. And don't just read it, but really study it and then live it. Because guess what? The people that you go to the school to, or your classes or work or wherever you're going, they're watching you. Oh, that's that Christian boy right there, or oh, that Christian girl, right, John, they they supposed to be this big, high, mighty, holy rollies. I've been called holy rollers several times. Have you had people cuss in front of you? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cuss in front of you. I mean, okay. I mean, what, I mean, I, I mean I'm not going to give you a ticket for cussing or nothing. <laughs> you know? I mean, it happens. It happens. But we have to Man up or woman up when we do stuff like that and say, I just did this. I didn't want to, but I did it. My flesh failed. But guess what? Through you, I'm strong. So I'm going to overcome this because he's already forgiven you for it. And it's up to you to not do the, what they call the repeat. It's your choice to do that. You can choose to keep lying to your family members, keep lying to your friends, keep lying to your church members. You can choose that. You can choose to say, you know what, I'm done lying, I'm telling the truth. It's your choice. Because if you don't check it at the door, guess what? Then it becomes a habit. So you choose to lie or not. And the next thing you know, it's a habit now because you're so used to it. You're so used to it. And you don't want to do that. And you know you're doing it, but you don't realize you're doing it because it's so easy to do now because you've done it so much. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. So don't forget that. Don't let it be a habit. Don't let it be a habit. Because that's going to be a length and a chain. And it's going to attach itself to you. And if you tell another lie, that's another length. You tell another lie, that's another length. The next thing you know, you've got this long chain dragging on you, going down the road, walking. And you're burdened. And you're praying and you're asking God to help you with things. And, that, and your prayers ain't being answered because you got this chain back here. And it's hindering your prayers. Because that one little white lie. That one little white lie led to two, to three, to four, to five. You don't remember what you said at first. So you really got to think about what you said because you're scared if, you, if they find out it's going to make you look a certain way. But Jesus already knows about the first lie. And he's saying, don't go that way. Don't go that way. Come to me. Remember that. Everybody's like, man, I want to be back there. <laughs> they were killing it back then. But just remember, you are our future. You are our future. What's up? Come on. They're like, hey, it's a police officer. I'm up. Hands up. (laughs) 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 Just remember that when you accepted Christ in your life, you not only accepted him, but what is he? The word says he is a lion. He's a lion of Judah. So him living in you, living in you, remember that. He who lives in you is greater than the one in this work, correct? Well go out there and have beautiful feet and roll and roll. Let him speak through you. And i put it, this is as simple as I can put it, be a pizza box. Everybody's like, what in the world is this guy talking about? How much is a pizza box? Probably like five or ten cents, right? What's inside the pizza box? Whatever kind of pizza you want, right? Whatever kind of pizza you like. When Domino's or Pizza Hut delivers or Papa John's, whoever you like the most, delivers to your house, do you keep the pizza box or you get with the pizza inside, right? Be the pizza box. Have Jesus living in you. Have people smell the aroma coming off of you and say, man, that guy and that girl is God sent right there. Let people see him in you. How do you do that? Get into that word. Get into prayer. Get into worship. Get into that relationship with him first before you get into a relationship with him or her. Ooh, think about that. Think about that. If you have a relationship with him first, he'll help you find that him or her that you're looking for. He can do that for you. So, am I good on time? I'm out. I wrap it up? That's okay. okay. See, I told you. I told you. Sorry. so I get long-winded. I'm sorry. Right. I'm going to end on this note. Have beautiful feet. Have beautiful feet, even if they are, they are ugly feet. <laughs> Think of them how Jesus thinks of them. Remember, Jesus died for you. Live for him. Kick rocks for Christ. Don't be a couch Christian. Think about that. Think about that.
0: Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Good word. Wouldn't that work, good young church? Amen. Here's what we're going to do. The, uh, the band's going to start to play, and, I, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to give the invitation. And instead of singing uh, during the invitation, we're going to sing after. I'm going to give the invitation. I, I want you guys to be able to make that decision if you need to make it. And then afterwards, we're going to send you guys out with this song. Okay. So you don't have to stick around and come up during the prayer. I want you guys to stand up right now. I want you to bow your heads, close your eyes. here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about if there's something in your life that that Bruce talked about that that maybe you're a little stinky in. Maybe you know it's not right. Maybe you know it's not clean the way it needs to be. Maybe you know you're not walking right with the Lord. Then I want you to pray during this time that He will make you right. And if you know that you are a Christian and you're following Him and, and you are not reaching out to the people you need to reach out to, the people that God has placed you in. Whatever line of work, wherever your extracurricular activities are, wherever your classes are, you are placed there by God to be a witness to those people. How will they hear if you don't tell them? So I want you to be convicted of that and to go out this week and make sure When school starts back up after this hurricane mess comes by, that you are intentional about reaching other people in the places that God has put you. And third, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord or Savior, you don't know what that is. It's as simple as this. He came on this earth. He died. He paid for our sins. The wrath of God was poured out on him. He was crucified, beaten. And he died a terrible death But He didn't stay dead. He rose from the grave to give us new life. And if you want part of that new life and you've never had it before, you've never been a Christian before, you may have acted like it or talked like it, but you've never truly accepted Jesus Christ before. On the count of three, I want you to raise your hand in the air if you want to accept Him as your personal Lord and Savior. One, if you want Him to come into your life and change you and make you a new creation, your hand will go up too. And if you want to never be the same. Life won't be easy, but you'll have Jesus to take care of you. Put that hand up. Three. Amen. 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 God, for all those people who just raised their hand, I pray that you would connect them with someone that they wouldn't leave here tonight until they talk to one of these youth leaders. They can come talk to me. They can come talk to Bruce. One of the adults. One of their friends. And tell them about that decision that they just made. And Father, that... Those people that made the decision, they would pray this as I pray it. God, I am a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. I want to turn away from my old life and live toward my new life. My new life, my new body, my new creation in you. And God, I want to spend eternity with you, not separated from you. And I want you to fill me up with your Holy Spirit so that I can go out and tell others about the saving grace that you've just given me. In Jesus' name we pray. Thanks for listening to this week's message from the Young Church. You can stay connected with us by following us on social media or feel free to stop by one week to our Young Church service on Wednesday nights from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at Olive Branch Baptist Church. If you have any questions about this week's message or want to share how it touched your life, send an email to yc at obbcblackridge.com.